0: Thank you for joining us on Love That Voiceover, where we explore the people and projects behind the microphone in depth. This is Rick Riley, commercial, promo, and documentary voice of NFL's Minnesota Vikings. Keep listening to Love That Voiceover with Love That Rebecca. Also known as voiceover artist Rebecca Michaels Haw. Hey, all you fabulous, beautiful, adorable, funny. <laughs> Listeners have loved that voiceover. Today we have a really special guest. Today we have Ellie Ray Hennessy. Welcome, Ellie Ray. <laughs>
1: that's the opera moment. Okay, that's a little a little sick opera moment of excitement going on there. Oh, I just wet my pants a little bit. I was so overstimulated. That's called an acting injury. <laughs>
0: Let me give you some tissue while I continue.
1: (laughs) I'm very excited,
0: Rebecca. I'm very excited, too. Ellie Ray is an international award-winning actress, writer, director, and producer. She has appeared in over 290 stage and film productions. Woo! Voiced thousands of radio and television commercials. Woo! Oh, and and appeared in countless animation series and animation feature films. First, while folks are listening, how can they find you on the web? While we're talking, they may look you up while they're listening.
1: Absolutely. Uh, My website is www.ellieray.com, and that's E-L-L-E-Y-R-A-Y.com. We're
0: going to talk to Ellie Ray about what she does. Including, and that's, you know, acting and her other businesses, including coaching. But we're going to talk about two important things um, to our audience members who are full-time voiceover actors. Among others, we have producers and agents also listening. But to the full-time voiceover actors, what what do you think they ought to be considering when thinking to have a voiceover coach?
1: Psychiatry. Psychiatry? Really? Mm, yeah. Uh, Everybody that I and I coach internationally. I I coach every and I am a mentor. I wouldn't call it a coach. Yes, I give away technique and I give away a specific uh, performance language that I think helps everybody. But ultimately, and I've got thousands of students at this point internationally, what it comes down to is uh, fear, fear and risk taking. Mhm there's a lot of fear and we uh, don't want to take any risks there's ingredients that will make us uh, particularly once we've gained some ground in this in this forum how do you you know where do you go what what happens what is the authentic communication and You know, I have people that sit with me and cry, and I feel like I'm a confidence builder Mm. more than anyone else because self-worth is such a huge ingredient required to be uh, a communicator. Think about it. You're changing the vibration of the planet using your voice. Mm -hmm. You know, there's very few ingredients required to doing that, but if you think about it, We've got this yearning, this grand desire to sit around fires and to sing and dance and share in community and lift emotion and and share air together. And, you know, talking about social media, it pulls us away from authentic communication. We are losing our ability to sit in community. The last holdout is, uh, you know, voiceover. It's digital and yet it's communicative. Right. What happens is we long for this opportunity. We don't know why. We're like, oh, I really want to do this. And people convince themselves they're doing it for money and all kinds of other things, which is not really true. There is an inherent desire, heartwarming desire, to reach out and touch people worldwide. Sure. Uh, And, uh, you know, and by doing so, you in turn change. The vibration of your fellows or your audiences, um, and so it's a it's a lofty task. It's a humbling task, and what happens is we equate our um, lack of doing it somehow to our self-worth and our inability to express authentically. And we get diminished, I think, as performers in our inability to move forward in this forum, in our desire to be with community, to change community, to love community. What do you mean we get diminished? Well, I think that because we are... judge ourselves so harshly Mm. Uh, and how many auditions have I had how many auditions have I not gotten statistics and all of that yeah how many national campaigns don't I have why haven't I gotten an animation series Uh, so I work with um There's a psychology involved and, you know, I call it a psychiatry and I'm joking half half wise because most of my students, you know, we get really intimate with one another. There's a lot of crying. There's a lot of laughing. There's a lot of expression that uh, we're not um, easily open to. So Uh, so one of the ways
0: somebody would want to consider approaching a coach is also when thinking to have a coach is are they willing to break themselves open in a way to
1: you know the the coach has to be a mentor first and foremost you know for me the buddha had many teachers and he struggled you don't just have one teacher but you will have one person who has faith in your ability and um and what they are doing too in having faith in your ability is recognizing that you must have faith in yourself. And if you don't have faith in yourself, guess what? You will never really, if there's a negative, even one remote little tiny negative, it is a door, it is a stumbling block. So what we have to do as mentors and coaches is seriously get into the head, mind, space, heart of the performer and basically shake them up. Like, And it's not... It's to get yeah. out of any ruts, to move out yeah. of places it where you're stuck. requires a lot of stuck. energy. Yeah. You know, you can't just, I can't sit with you and go, do this, do this, do this. You need to do that and that. I need to take you on to a street corner. Okay, uh, we're now in the heart of rush hour in Yorkville, Toronto. You, uh, the next 10 people, you've got to make them say hello to you. And they're like, what does this have to do with voice? And I said, it has everything to do with your audience, seeing them, understanding them, and communicating with them. And bingo, go. And they can't do it because they overperform. They're like hi, and people are like, "What the hell? Get Jesus, get, they get away from yeah, me!" get frightened. <laughs> well, they use, we scare people because we generally um, stamp or command. Uh, we don't allow. We don't s- communicate. We don't. Um, we think that we're doing a monologue in a lot of uh, yeah. our voice. It's not. It's always a dialogue. It's a dialogue. The most important ingredient is your audience, and we forget that humility is key. And. Also, you may be looking for a coach
0: because you want to learn some new techniques. You want to learn how to create, you know, a new aspect of your career, right? All of my students,
1: they long to get in. And once you're in, it's like to get beyond. Yeah, so as storytellers we want to constantly be pressing forward into the book into the world of communication and if you're stopped or you're stilted or you know you've got some negatives in play how do you get past that you know it's like it's not like you don't have an agent it's not or 10 agents for that matter it's not you don't have a home studio your demos you're not you know a great website and you're still not moving forward and you think I need help and I, I don't really understand why well that's where, you know, a good coach mentor comes in, rattles your cage, and teaches you new tricks about yourself that you didn't know. You know, and I find that fascinating. And for me, it's like getting to sit in community with someone who stimulates new approaches to yourself because don't forget we've been with ourselves from birth and we think we know who we are and how we operate and we forget about the options so you know it's
0: our job. And sometimes, sometimes, sometimes it's just about seeing a new perspective too, right?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Like if I make you do something like grab your boobs or your basket, (laughs) I have 60 year old men where I go grab your basket and they're like, what did you, and they do it because they think I know everything. Well, I'm basically doing it to change up what they think they know. They start laughing, they start getting crazy. Everybody's doing it in workshops and all of a sudden, there's a relax that happens. If I meet them halfway and I go, I'm a lunatic. I was never supposed to voice, ever. I was told you'll never voice. Well, you know, people can say a lot of things, including coaches and teachers, that are not the truth. Mm-hmm. Anything is possible, but you need to remember that that to begin with. And I mean, there's only three ingredients that a, that a performer needs. And they forget that it's the simplest of ingredients, um, you know, and... I that's what I promote, and they go, "It's that simple." I go, "It's that simple."
0: So it's that simple. I had a question here for you, and I don't know if you've answered it or not. Okay. I think you kind of have, but I just wanted to verify that you have fully answered it. The question was, how could VO talents evaluate themselves to be clear about what they want when seeking a voiceover coach?
1: Okay, I'm going to tell you the answer to that question is when seeking. A voiceover coach, if you feel elated, inspired, over the moon, and connected so that you're flying, that you feel like possibilities are endless, then you found the right person. Mm. If you feel intimidated, fearful, afraid, uh, then I would say probably not the right connect for you. Or if doubtful even. To, you know, maybe that's not
0: the timing. Maybe that's not the right person. Maybe you're not that's right. ready. That's right.
1: And it's like there are all kinds of coaches where, you know, I've had many 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 teachers myself that bully you and it works to a certain degree. It scares the crap right out of you and you're just like, Ugh. you operate under fear. And sometimes it's good to get shaken up that way. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, uh, but for me, it's like if you feel that anything is possible and that you are alive, I need to make sure that you're you're reaching the students and making them feel Alive, because like I said, that lethargy of spirit is what keeps us from um, actually performing in the industry. It, that, and it's fear, and it's like we don't want to risk anything because failure is a big part of our world. We don't want to fail, and you have to fail. You have to risk everything to get in. And getting in, like we'll stand at the precipice and we won't walk through the door. It's like standing on the end of the diving yeah. board. And it's like, come on in, the water's fine, the water's fine. It's like, and you don't do anything. So you actually stagnate sitting there wishing and thinking and knowing all the negatives and not moving forward. Right. Usually,
0: if you're even a full-time voiceover actor, you know, hey, congratulations for getting that far because in this internet age, there's so much competition to be able to earn what you would consider, not you or me, but I mean, in general, people would consider for wherever you're living, you know, a full-time business that you've been able to build that's huge. Yeah. So sometimes people just figure I got to take it to another level, and so they're solid in where they are, but they're not solid on where they need to get
1: or where they how to get where they want to go. You know. Well, and it's and you know, you know, Rebecca, you look at you know, uh, voicers and they've got this inherent idea that there's a professional person required. I'm going to be a professional. And I go, no, you need to be a child. <laughs> you not, no, I don't want the professional. In fact, I don't want anything remotely close to a professional because what happens is you lose. Your inherent self in that. So it's like all about going back to a time when joy was inherent to your being. We don't know how to express joy. Children laugh 400 times a day. We laugh 12 and usually at the expense of somebody else. That's horrifying.
0: Yeah, but I have a feeling, Ellie Ray... Lasts more than that.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I do because I know it's important. Like, we yeah. must be able to access that unlimited well of joy because when I express joy, my listener feels joy and wants whatever it is that I have.
0: And that you're talking about as a voiceover actor, right?
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: That's the ingredient. Yes, it is. And we're going to, we have more ingredients to add to this recipe. We're going to be right back. <laughs> Hey there! This is Rebecca. Thanks for listening to Love That Voiceover. Isn't it an awesome interview with Ellie Ray? She is such a beautiful person. I'm so excited to have her as my guest next month. Heads up, Rick Riley. You just heard his beautiful, rich, deep voice at the intro of today's show. He's my guest for March 2014. I invite you to follow Love That Voiceover on Twitter at Love That Vo. You can download all episodes of the podcast on iTunes. Love That Voiceover. On Facebook at the Facebook page Love That Voiceover. And you can sign up to be on the mailing list for special notices at lovethatvoiceover.com. Email me at Rebecca at lovethatrebecca.com with any of your suggestions, ideas, or comments and, you know, compliments. Finally, a last note for the break before we get back to the lovely Ellie Ray Hennessy. Wanted to give you a side note. I'm also doing improvisation workouts online, audio only. For voiceover talent. I invite you to join me and other fellow voiceover talent. Go to lovethatimprovio.com. Lovethatimprovio.com. It's an awesome thing. Three days a week Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Saturdays. You can check out the times on the calendar at the site. I hope to hear from you. Now, back to the show. Ellie Ray, this is fascinating. And I love. A lot of different people come from different perspectives. Yeah. And what's nice about interviews like this is that we have a chance to get to know who you are and how you are. in And and it gives people a sense of, um, of do they need Ellie Ray? Does Ellie Ray help them, you know, move in the right direction? So to kind of pick up and continue, um, coaching was one thing we just finished discussing. But what I'd like to talk about is a couple of things. One, let me just give a, first an overview. One is about... Philosophy, uh, and I know that we've already kind of talked about that with you and talking about coaching. But then I want to move into the business and what's working and what's not with with keeping philosophy in yeah, mind. You yeah. know, so let's talk about your philosophy, Ellie mm-hmm. Ray. I watched your Ewabs interview, and people who you know are online kind of know what the Ewabs show is. It's um, yeah George Whitam and Dan Leonard. East West Audio Body Shop, I love that, and I love those guys, and um, the message there was pretty straight. What I want to do now is take you to a different place. I want to talk about the difficulties, the bombs, the backfires, and so that you can give those as an example, and then we'll talk about some of the real positives, the favorite projects that you got, the great people you've met and worked with, the dream acting moment, and a little bit about some of the latest projects you've worked on. Can we do that? Absolutely. let's do it, <laughs> okay. So, what has been the most difficult
1: moment or thing that's happened in your in your career so far? I don't see anything as a negative. I see everything as a learning experience. Others may say, "Oh, you know, that's a that was not a great situation." But I've honestly got to say to you, the thing I work the hardest at in my life is not having a bad. Uh, moment. Right. It's that there are no bad moments, there's only learning experiences. Everything is, uh, find the good in every experience, even if you go, oh, that sucked, right? Or, or you know, I've got a lot of students yes. that say that, and I go, no, 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 that was brilliant. It just opened the doorway for this opportunity, because you see, exactly. you got that 52 episodic series, so that other job that you were crying over, you couldn't have done it, right? Life is really you know there's a lot of suffering going on there, but if we see the cup half empty, we're in trouble. You got to see it half full, and nothing is as it seems. like I said before, i'm I feel that everything's a gift to me because I was told I wouldn't do it in the first place
0: right, so like let's look at it in a little bit different way than what's been a, a really uh, name some uh, name a big, big, big moment that's happened for your career that's really memorable for
1: you. You know, the biggest thing in my career, here's a career thing that happened for me was, um, and it really has nothing to do with voiceover, but it has everything to do with voiceover. Um, first mm-hmm. of all, uh, you know, I've been told many times that, oh, you can't do this. It won't happen. You're, you know, it's just like oh that hope and dream because it won't be yours. And I'm I get that, mm-hmm. too. And I'm here to tell you, from, you know, so many experiences in my life, I've, you know, almost died and died several times and popped back. So I just consider every single wow. moment uh, a gift. And I was uh, working in Uganda, Africa at an orphanage. Um, I do a, a fair amount of uh, f- philanthropist stuff. Um, and a little boy who had been brutally um, forced to watch his mother and father's beheading his brother and sisters chopped a little bits. Mm. and he was, um, <sighs> you know, rather than kill him because he was the youngest boy in the bloodline, um, they literally cut off his penis and left him to die. <sighs> now, when I met him, uh, he broke my heart. He was wearing a peace T-shirt. I cried and I was filming these kids and I went by myself. No NGO. I just took it on sort of and I decided I was going oh to help this kid. I, I wrote letters to Dr. Phil and, and Oprah and all kinds of people in the States and Canada and people said, you will never uh, be able to do anything for this kid. So forget it. Um, long story and short story of that is uh, the Sick Kids Hospital and the Herbie Foundation in Canada took on his case. I brought him to Canada. Air Canada wow. gave me free tickets. He had two 18 18-hour opera- operations, lived with me for several years. I got him in with a foster family. Oh, he now lives in Canada and is 20 years old. <gasps> that is my success story that changed my life and to- and wow. proved to me that anything is possible. It Was it difficult? You bet it was difficult. Yeah, uh, I like everything in life. I'm a little teary-eyed right now. Well, I'm now. just here to say oh. if you when you're in your worst darkest moments, there is always hope. I said to him, "Do you want help?" and he said, "Yes." And he got help. And I don't I I I just put it out to my faith in the world to be able to manifest and make things happen. That is how I know anything is possible even against all odds, even when everybody says no. Uh, and that's just one story. I have many, many stories, but that it for me is a defining moment in my life because I felt the success mm. of it resonates so strongly. And you know, my success is your success. There's no difference between you, I, or anyone else. We have, there's one energy in this world, and we share yeah. each other's successes. Never forget that. Always know it, and know that everything's possible. Grand gifts I've been given in my lifetime. I have to get down on my wow. knees every morning and say with so much gratitude. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And we can't ever feel like we are beaten down by the system. If we allow it to beat us down, it'll beat us down. If you can find the good in every moment, and it sounds so kind of, you know, yay, yay, rah, rah, sort of wanky doodle new age. And it's not, because for a fact, I live it every single day of my life, and I give it to my students, and I know they are successful because all of a sudden they believe who they are, and it manifests itself. It's got nothing to do with me. It's got to do with mm-hmm. them understanding in the core of their being, in their DNA, that they are successful, that their dream can be realized. And that's the hardest thing for us to do. That is what makes our life so frustrating sometimes for people because they don't believe that dreams are possible, and they are.
0: Well, can I, can I chime in a little bit Please on that? Do. Because making this show was a dream of uh, mine, and I've been doing it for almost two years now. There you go. And uh, I also didn't think that I would ever be an actor, Uh but here I am, Uh and I'm working Uh full-time. And so I just want to be a testament, because I was in a corporate job feeling like I had golden handcuffs. Uh It was a phrase that some of my Uh friends inside that company used to use. Because you felt trapped with golden handcuffs. Because you felt like you're making money. You're you're you got the benefits, you know, from a variety of levels. But your soul is kind of well. My soul wasn't, you know, growing in the way that I wanted. But to. You see, so there we go. I, your
1: soul is my soul is our soul. There's only we. There's only we. And there is a community out there. And uh, when you believe that there's community then all things are possible. We're stronger together than we are apart. And you see, once again, we are in the business of communication where we come together with love, joy, risk, and play, and we express ideas. And the most important ingredient is each other because we are communicating with each other. You know, you, you can now, with the golden handcuffs being free f- from you, you can walk out and have a golden day and have butterflies land on you.
0: Which is actually, you guys listening. If you know anything about Ellie Ray, she has a butterfly background <laughs> history story that you guys can find yourselves on her website. But I will tell you, I went for a walk just before I was scheduled for this interview. I told Ellie Ray the story. My boyfriend will verify it if needed. A butterfly landed on my
1: hand half an hour before I spoke to I love Kelly, it so right? much I love it there is an exact example <laughs> of the resonation and manifestation of belief I'm
0: telling you connectivity yeah. too and connection the way that we all share connection like it's a, um,
1: jumping. synchronicity we are together yeah. we are strong my success is your success and there is only one energy one and it's ours and we are communicating. all part, you know yes. it's brilliant it's yes, brilliant and it's like it. I listen to people uh, that struggle a lot It's a, like I said it's a lot and my job is to provide possibility as opposed to um, having roadblocks then there are roadblocks and let me and let me add to that a little
0: bit and then we'll change subject but when you say your job is to provide possibility I want to add that to help them see that they actually can provide themselves the possibility that's
1: exactly right Rebecca what you just said it exactly and I say I you know they don't believe that they have possibilities.
0: But they first have to, exactly, they have to see that you believe it first for them before they can accept it for Every themselves. single one of and my students, I've got
1: students who are, you know, uh, 60 plus who have said that I've been told that I'm too mature and my voice is this and my voice is that. And I said, here's the deal. Our voice is an instrument of great joy and love. It doesn't matter how old it is. It doesn't matter what size it is. It doesn't matter what region it's from. It doesn't matter what structure it has. Your voice is not the truth. You are the truth. And what you bring to the instrument, if you are bringing your authentic Love, joy, risk, and play. You can't help but reach me. I don't care how old you are. Somebody can't say you can't do no. voice because you're old. That's like saying the cartoon movie Up. Uh, you know, they didn't want to do it because they said, oh, kids won't, won't go for the old uh, lead. Guy being main character. And it is one of character. the biggest selling. It was one of the biggest selling.
0: <laughs> it's one of my favorite right? movies. There, we
1: don't know. So don't judge the possibilities in yourself. They're limitless
0: speaking of limitless we have to take a limited break
1: we'll be right back
0: (laughs) until next time thanks for listening to lovethatvoiceover.com lots of love to you you sexy, beautiful, adorable person take care